0: Yes, welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Geordie. And today we are going back to comedy, which generally, Geordie, not your strong suit.
1: Look, generally not.
0: But I thought a Jim Carrey movie might change that. And this is this is one of his better ones, I reckon. The whole premise is what happens when a lawyer can't lie? Just one day, Dad can not tell a lie. Is it good for you? I've had better. In the next 24 hours, Fletcher Reed will have to tell the truth. Even if it kills him.
1: I can't lie. From
0: Imagine Entertainment.
1: What's up, Fletcher, your cholesterol.
0: And the director of the Nutty Professor. Like the new jazz. Whatever takes the focus off your head. Jim Carrey. Everybody's been real nice. Well, it's because you're a big liar, liar. Now I can't help but notice that you have not many notes for this one.
1: Not many at all, and it's going to be really funny when you figure out where my notes stop.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> So, as I said in the intro, comedy normally for you is not a genre that you gravitate towards. Well, not in the ones we've watched.
1: No, but you see- Can I ask? Go.
0: Before we go any further. Yeah. When I say to you, what's a good comedy movie, what would you say?
1: Well, it's really funny because I would say anything Ace Ventura, which, you know, Jim Carrey Ace Ventura, I was always going to like this one. Okay. Ace Ventura is- the funny comedy that I like. That ridiculous... I think it's the facial expressions, the way he does it. He's just hilarious.
0: So, you like the over-the-top comedy?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, more as than... As long as
1: it's got Jim Carrey.
0: So, is that maybe why you didn't enjoy The Naked Gun? Because it's so deadpan. I it's think not so. Over it's the not over-the-top funny...
1: Yeah, it's funny not like, my kind of comedy. I guess
0: Austin Powers you like as well. I which is, Austin again, over-the-top comedy. Adam
1: Sandler, again... Over the top. Really
0: over the top comedy. So yep. it's got to be real obvious Plane over the top up. comedy for you to...
1: Really get into it.
0: Okay. Which, as you just said, Ace Ventura is one that you do love. So moving into yes. this one, you're probably always going to at least enjoy it.
1: Hopefully. Yes, absolutely. I was at least going to find it funny and at least, you know, I just know his st- like type of humour and he does it in all of his movies and it's hilarious. I think the facial expressions.
0: Well, he does play characters very similar to each other in a lot of his movies, Dumb yes. and Dumber, Ace Venture. But this one, I would say, is probably the closest to him. Really? Well, I think it's it's not really a big character. Like, he's no. playing an everyday person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it is over the top when he can't lie and those sorts of things, but...
1: But he's still in every day. So generally,
0: isn't every... As opposed to, you know, uh, the characters in Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, those sorts of movies. That are really stupid this characters. Is, yeah, well, this is where I think he started going down a different route from here, because obviously the movie's so this after movie this. this movie was after The Others. This was after The Others, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um So, so he's
1: grown a little. Ace
0: Ventura 1 and Dumb and Dumb were both 94. Yep. Ace Ventura 2 was 95. Okay. So this was 1997, which this is, I think, like the fourth or fifth movie already that we've done from 1997. Big year for movies you have Yeah, apparently seen, a good year. Which surprises me, because you would have been... Five, six. Yeah,
1: five.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. That makes more sense, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's you... little, little tacker. Yeah, okay. But my father loved it, so I loved it.
0: Well, that's true. So <laughs> let's get into some of your notes. So what have you? What's the first thing you've got
1: jotted down over there? So the first thing I actually said was Jim Carrey, Ace venture up because look at me knowing people from different movies. You can clap now. Is there a clapping sound effect?
0: There is, but I don't know if you should get it.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Because-
1: uh, That was really, really quick.
0: Yeah, because it's a fairly obvious one.
1: Yeah, but I still got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I was slightly more impressed in the Wayne's World episode of this podcast where you picked up the guy that was in Gilmore Girls. That was probably one of your best catches Thank so you. far. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I thought that
1: was pretty impressive too. I'm,
0: I'm still shocked by that one. So
1: Yeah, I was still worried it wasn't going to be so legit.
0: So you realised that Jim Carrey was Ace Ventura?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Cool. It's pretty obvious. It's a good achievement.
1: <laughs> uh, um, so, the next thing I'm going to talk about is something that I didn't actually put down on my notes, but something I've reflected on. Okay. And I think I also like this movie so much because I love that, you know, it reminded me of Freaky Friday, you know, where that weird thing happens and I've got similar kind of vibes. Do you know yeah, Freaky like Friday? The, yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. the, the slight magic.
1: Yeah, the magic kind of- Magic
0: in a real world setting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, I kind of really enjoyed it because, you know, I didn't think of this while I was watching the movie, but flashing back and thinking about it, I'm like, ah, oh, because that was one of those shows that I watched 10,000 times yep. because I just loved it and loved it.
0: So, it's not something that probably gets talked about when this movie gets mentioned because mm. obviously it's a very funny movie. The comedy in it is gold. Yeah. That it is actually a, a magic movie.
1: It is magic. Yeah.
0: And even in the movie, it doesn't really touch on that, I guess.
1: no, It just kind of, this is just how it is.
0: He makes the wish and it happens.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: How? Why? Yeah.
1: Where's the magic out?
0: We need like an in-depth sequel that explores- How Bat- that Maddenal. happens.
1: Freaky Friday too, if they're listening. Both of those movies.
0: Uh, funny you should mention that. Because apparently there is- I did read a rumour the other day- Yeah. That talks are happening at the moment Ooh. with Jamie Lee Curtis- Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan. Oh! <gasps> To do a Freaky Friday too? No. Don't know if it'll ever happen, but apparently Ugh. there's talks happening as we speak.
1: Imagine. That was such a good movie. So good. If you say so.
0: Did you notice there was another actor in this mm. that was in a movie that we did on the podcast Ooh. last week? No. You didn't pick up on that one. That surprised me. He is playing two very, very different characters mm-hmm. from one movie to the other.
1: You're going to have to explain so,
0: that. So, the mum's boyfriend- The therapist, the doctor, the really nice guy. Yeah. He was in a movie that we watched last week. We watched Twister last week. He was Jonas, son of a bitch. No. Yes. And he's also the main star of The Princess Bride, which I know you've seen.
1: I have seen The Princess Bride.
0: So he's the main character in that. Yeah. Same actor.
1: Didn't pick that one.
0: Carrie Yours has some amazing different roles. He's such a good actor and yep. so underrated. Obviously, The Princess Bride, everyone knows, everyone loves. We know that, yeah. You've seen it, so I would assume most people out there listening would have seen The Princess Bride. If you haven't seen The Princess Bride-
1: Definitely watch pause it. Pause
0: this podcast right now. Go and watch it, because And amazing. then come back to the podcast. Then come back to the podcast, of course, yeah. of course. But Robin Hood, Men in Tights, have you seen that one? Do we need no to add that to the list? Where.
1: We probably need to add that one to I the list. I think we'll need to
0: add that one to the list because yeah. it's a comedy, but again, very over the top. It's a parody movie of Robin Hood.
1: Because I feel like we were going to watch it when, I don't know if I was with, I'm assuming we were together or at least talking, when Cryle did Robin Hood.
0: Yes, possibly. And
1: you were like, oh, have you ever seen this Robin Hood movie? And I was like, No. But I also think that's what they kind of based on how we did Robin Hood.
0: Probably because it it. is very, very good. So, Sorry, we're we're sidetracking a little bit here. Back back to Jim Carrey.
1: Yes. He's hilarious. So if I tried to keep notes on his jokes, I would have been here all day, which is why I didn't write a lot of notes because all of his one-liners are good.
0: Yeah, the jokes do come thick and fast in this movie as well. So and quick. So with a with Jim Carrey movie like this, most of that is ad-libbed.
1: Yeah, so he just goes for it.
0: So they write a script, yeah. they'll film the take of you know, what's actually scripted, and then he gets to ad-lib and go crazy. So just
1: do his thing. And
0: a lot of the lines, and you see that in the bloopers to this movie. Yeah. Where it's He's all the outtakes going. of all the different- takes that he's had with these, some of them would have been scripted and a lot of the ad lib lines got used in the movie as yeah. well. Yeah, because
1: um, he is just a funny person.
0: Which would make it very hard being an actor playing I was going to say, him.
1: someone else with him, oh, you'd laugh so much, wouldn't you?
0: And the cast in this movie, it shows how good they are yeah. being able to bounce off him as well as but they do. they just do. go
1: with it. Because
0: yeah. it is played as a... Yeah, it's a comedy, but it's played very serious by everybody else in the movie. Everyone else is playing this dead serious.
1: It's just him. Which
0: is a testament to them because he's so, so very funny.
1: So funny. One of his things reminded me of something that you would do. The hand? I can't remember what it was. The claw. Yeah, the claw. That's the one. So,
0: that actually comes from something very personal to Jim Carrey. So, that was actually something that he took from his dad People, you know, people watching this went, oh, yeah, it's an ad lib thing, or it's yeah, something he's just, made up. You know, it was actually something his dad Percy did Aww. when he and his siblings were younger.
1: Aww.
0: so he carried That's that really into, sweet. into his movie. It was all with his a kid. bit of a tribute to Aww. his dad. Much like the line in Avengers Ed Game yes. where Tony Stark says, I love you 3000. Yeah, that's, that's him that, and his... That's yeah, something yeah, yeah. that his kids say to him. So,
1: Just those beautiful sentimental kind of things.
0: Yeah, something like that. It, I yeah. don't think a lot of people realise that, that it's actually, yeah, it's something really special to Jim Carrey. Something became very sort of famous after this movie as well, The Claw, everybody does yeah. The Claw does because the claw, of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. so my heart is breaking for the poor boy. Oh, the whole time, his poor kid, in particular um, with his present. So I think he was meant oh. to...
0: He said, can we go and play? And he's like, I've just got to do this work. And you see.
1: Yeah. They never play with his present. My heart. So for a comedy, I'm also like, oh, this poor child.
0: No, I think the, the hardest one is Birthday Party.
1: That's my next one.
0: Where he says, he was supposed to be here. And yep. he just. Yeah. So that actor, he's now gone on to be a sports commentator.
1: No way. That young kid, that yeah, little kid, yeah,
0: that little kid. Come He's on, now Eve. he is now a sports commentator, all grown up.
1: So, how old was he when he played in the movie?
0: That's a good question. So, the movie was ninety seven. Doesn't say here how old he is now. But he would have been, well, he was I'd imagine he'd be, six yeah, or something. Six or it was his seven. sixth birthday, so he'd be eight or nine maybe, maybe yeah, ten. Yeah, just a little bit older. Because yeah. they usually are when they have kids in movies, they're a couple of years older than they're playing. But he does an incredible job, that kid He's as amazing. well. Especially his emotional range. And he didn't act much after this either. No, that
1: was So he one. was
0: the lead in the straight-to-video family sequel, Dennis and Menace Strikes Again. Yep. And his final acting role was in 1999 in a show called Brothers Keeper.
1: Okay, and that so, was it.
0: So yeah, and that was it. Now he works as a sports commentator for Fox Sports Radio over in the US, and Jeez. that was all she wrote for his yeah, acting career. That's but it. Uh, when you've got he a movie really this good. strong, though, he was yeah, and that's something I guess he's bowed out. Unlike a lot of child actors that you know yeah. go through the system and come out the ring, I would mentioned Lindsay Lohan before, but yes, yeah, he's got out at the right time, I'd say, and he's now doing something he loves, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, which is really cool. But good yeah, writing. no, he's
0: an incredible actor in this. He just yeah. Takes yeah. it to a whole new level with that that, that emotional side of things. Yeah. Uh, for a kid that young. Yeah. To be able to pull some Making of those things cry. Oh. oh,
1: my heart's yeah. pulling on the heartstrings. So, at the birthday party, obviously, you know, he said he was going to be there. And he's not there because he's having sex with his boss instead.
0: Yeah. It's, Gross. And that's something, I guess, you wouldn't see in the movie... Now, I don't think. And look, you don't see a lot of these comedies anymore. Like no. a, a big random comedy like this, you wouldn't see at the cinemas. They just, no. they just don't they just happen don't as happen. much as it's they used the action,
1: to. It's all action, isn't it? Like, action, yeah, Marvel, superhero movies. Avengers. Yeah, you don't
0: see comedies like this. No. Like you did from probably maybe 94 to maybe 2001, I reckon. Yeah. It was yep. a good run there. And then I suppose you had another run later with Anchorman and Wedding Crashes and those sort of yeah, R-rated comedies. But these sort of family comedies, this Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. those sort of movies, you don't See a lot of these anymore? No, but that's something I think that scene just wouldn't happen in a movie today. No, especially a family-friendly one.
1: Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, it's a like, very
0: interesting scene too. There's to a lot of lot of humor that comes close to crossing the line in this movie.
1: Yeah,
0: um, that especially for that. I think it was PG. This yeah, movie, yeah, it was PG. So yep. yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that crosses the line it's a little bit, close. but. Walks that very very fine line between just too much for a kids movie, but a lot of it would just go over the kids' heads, I guess.
1: Well, that's it, and that's yeah. Like even when you look back on like the TV shows that we used to watch, all of that stuff. Well, that's a question
0: though. Is this a kids movie? Because obviously the premise, the young kid making the wish and all that sort of stuff, is very sort of you see that, and that wouldn't target an older audience.
1: No, but then would a kid? But the premise,
0: the premise of the movie is probably too old for a kid.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Like to me, this is a kid's. It would be a kid's movie because I saw this movie when I was ten. Like this movie came yeah, out when yeah, I was ten, and I was you know and I loved
1: it. Yeah, but
0: but probably again didn't get a lot of the jokes in it at that age either.
1: Yeah, well that's true. But then that's probably saying the same as me with Freaky Friday. I was probably about the same age and really enjoyed it. But are they kids' movies?
0: Freaky Friday was Freaky Friday was a Disney movie.
1: Yeah, well that's this true. wasn't
0: though. This is a more adult movie. This is in the vein of Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. It a- I think this is an adult movie, but it has a real family-friendly undertone. Kind of. I don't know. Well, I've always interpreted it as having a family-friendly undertone, but maybe it doesn't.
1: No. It's very sexual. About it? it is sexual, and there's some hard-hitting themes there.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, that's a bit, bit intense. It's There'd be a lot of questions childhood after childhood a lie. Maybe. Oh, wow.
0: I've had a real epiphany in this this episode.
1: You're welcome.
0: No, I... I No, I don't think that's called for. (laughs) You might just destroy part of my childhood, Jordan. that's all right.
1: Oh, no. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. We'll power on. Um, So, this is the last note that I made. Okay. So, serves him right. Not being able to lie for a day. I hope it lasts longer than a day. (laughs) The prick. (laughs) Because, oh, he was so mean to his kid. I get it. You're trying to work hard. But never at the expense of your kid.
0: And that's... I guess the point of this movie is showing how he grows to become yeah. a better person.
1: Because he has to. It's not him growing and it shows it's, that he, he does he
0: does love his son. He just doesn't he's so self centered that he puts himself before everybody else. And that's why well, you see his ex wife, because he put his own needs before their marriage. Yeah, yeah he well, was just self centered and lost almost everything. lost everything. And that's, I guess, the premise of this movie is showing that if you, you know, you're honest and you care about people, and you show that you care, and you you continuously be honest about things like that, that you know things will work out.
1: It'll be okay. But yeah, I definitely think you know, it's only because he had to; otherwise, he would never have changed his ways. This is true. Jerk.
0: Okay, considering you've just turned this classic comedy film into an absolute. (laughs) Sorry, I'm
1: ruining everything. Go on.
0: Let's talk about some of your favourite scenes because I know you haven't really jotted stuff down. No. Was there any scenes in the movie that really made you laugh, that really stood out?
1: Um, The court scene was hilarious. Uh, The end one where he's trying to fight for, you know, it's all based on him lying and he can't lie, but then he kind of turns it around. At the start of that, I was laughing because he was just dying and it was like (laughs) trying so hard. And when he, you know, kept trying to say lies, but it just wasn't happening. That was funny. And trying to write it and down. The faces, and he's like, why won't you work? Like The it was faces kind of- he
0: was making. And that's something yes. Jim Carrey does so well is the faces. And
1: it's all about We, we faces. need to go
0: back and watch some of... Uh, there was a TV show that he was on before he was really in movies called Living, In Living Colour.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, with the Wayans brothers. Yeah. Very, very funny. Like a sketch show. Like I said, they're not live almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he originated some great characters out of that show. And one it's of those bad. characters actually features... In this movie, there's a character Ooh. called Fire Marshal Bill, which yeah. I will show you some YouTube stuff later. And if you don't know, if you're listening right now and you've never seen the character Fire Marshal Bill from Jim Carrey, oh dear. jump on YouTube and have a look. It's very funny. Yeah, The scene at the end where he's laying in all the bags and stuff and the ambulance yeah, yeah, is there yeah, yeah. stretching him away. Jim Carrey as Fire Marshal Bill is actually in the background of one of the scenes. Oh, really? It's the only time Fire Marshal Bill's ever been in a ever movie. There. is Maybe just
1: it's in
0: the background, which is something I never knew until we watched this. That's funny. Now, an actual lawyer, going back to what you're saying about the courtroom stuff. Yes. An actual lawyer has said that the logic that he had, you know, where he was telling her that where her husband wasn't around for her and failing to give her attention, that drove her into the arms of another man. Yeah. The logic... Might have sounded like it would fail to hold up in court, but technically it would have actually worked. An actual wow. attorney has gone through this movie and said Just that while it's, it. while the logic is a creative interpretation of the facts, there's nothing legally wrong with it. Wow. He said it doesn't breach rule three point three of the professional conduct, his way of defending the client. However, he said that the reasoning would likely not win in the case in a court of no. law, especially if there was a prenup in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could have but used could that have, original actually. argument. When he could lie, that argument that he came up with, he could, could have, have used that in court and it could have worked.
1: Jeez. That's just crazy, isn't it? Which shows
0: the detail we that went a really into this bad movie. System. Well, that's the American system. The Australian system system. is probably much worse, let's be honest.
1: Yeah. Another really funny scene was when he didn't realise that he couldn't lie. And when he's strolling into work and he's telling everyone all of these truths. And he's like, what? What?" (laughs) That was funny. And then he's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me.
0: When it first starts clicking that he can't lie. What about the, uh, the beating himself up in the bathroom scene?
1: I can't remember that one.
0: You don't remember that. <gasps> yes,
1: because that's how he was trying to get out of court. Yes. Yeah, look. I thought it was funny.
0: So that's one of the most talked about scenes in this movie. Jim Carrey actually beat himself like, up. Legit. Like wasn't movie magic. <laughs> that was full for real. Him. Wow. He said that this movie took a, a physical toll on him. He said he'd go home feeling really tired after the shoot. You know, punching yourself course, in the face yeah, and throwing yourself in the walls, uh yeah, is probably Yeah,
1: gonna, gonna make you tired. Gonna do that. Yeah. And then it was all for nothing. So he's butchered and beaten and comes back in. And he was like, Oh, do you think that you can continue? Yes. <laughs> and they just keep going.
0: So Jim Carrey. Yeah. Obviously, this movie was huge for him. Could have almost been in another massive movie in 1997 if it wasn't for this movie.
1: Really? He
0: turned down another iconic role
1: Ooh. to do
0: this movie. What was he it? was approached to play Dr. Evil.
1: No. In Austin Powers. Wow. And had to turn
0: it down because he'd already signed on to do Liar Liar.
1: Look, I think that's probably a good decision on his behalf because if he was Dr. Evil, he would have completely overpowered Austin Powers. I don't
0: know. I think yep. that would have been an even better movie. Now, I love Austin Powers. You know yeah, that. You know how do. much I love that first movie. Yeah. I think that could have been an even better movie. Better movie with Jim Carrey. Think about Jim Carrey's mm-hmm. Dr. Evil and some of those lines, some of the, the expressions and the way that character is played yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah. Going that extra level, the physical comedy of Jim Carrey, I think would have taken it to a next level. But I think it would have, I think have m- lost- would have made Austin Powers an even better movie.
1: I don't know, because I think it would have lost credibility. Like Dr. Evil would have lost credibility. Because I know he's funny, but like to Jim Carrey extent, I don't know.
0: Well, it's a very similar character than what he's just played in the Sonic movies because he played Dr. Robotnik in the new Sonic movie. He's playing the villain. Yep. Really over-the-top crazy villain. And that's what made me, when I read that, I was like, I could see him being Dr. Evil because he played Robotnik so well in Sonic. Yep. I could have seen him doing Dr. Evil and being absolutely amazing. But then also, Dr.
1: Evil was more an adult movie, whereas Sonic is really aimed at kids. Like, it would have, I don't know... Don't know. I can see your side, but I don't know if it would win me.
0: Well, we'll either. never find out, unfortunately. But no, um that's good to debate about it. He he was offered the role of Doctor Evil, had to turn it down though because he'd already signed on to do *Liar Liar*. This, lie, yeah, which is crazy. So this movie, uh, forty-five million dollars to make. Wow. It made over three hundred million dollars.
1: Of course, it did
0: at the box office, uh, which is which is huge. Uh, it made more money in its first three days of release than nearly every film in Universal Pictures' back catalog, only coming in second to Jurassic Park.
1: Wow, that's huge. Which and is especially for a comedy. For like- a comedy,
0: and that's what we're talking about. Ninety-seven, and, and as we said before, ninety-seven was. It was the, the, big. That was the peak time for comedies. Yeah. So, the other movies, and we've done a lot of movies from 97 already, but as mm. we, we've said in previous podcasts, you had this movie, you had Austin Powers, you had Mr. Bean. Yep. The Bean movie. Men in Black. There's a lot of action movies, and mm. that's what we've said before. There's a lot of special effects. George of the Jungle was 1997 as well. The Fifth Element, which we did last week. <sighs> Shh was also 1997.
1: Sorry, were you talking? I heard Fifth Element and Zoned Out There.
0: Titanic was 1997 as well. So There was there some, was room for Jack. There were some massive movies in 1997 and a lot of comedies. But that sort of, I think, 19, 1995 to 1999 period yeah. was just so Big. heavy for, for comedies it's like huge. that. And we just don't have... Maybe we'll get a resurgence of it one day. When did cinemas
1: start? Like, when could you start going to the cinemas? <laughs>
0: I... When (laughs) when do you think you could start going to the cinemas?
1: I don't know because I feel like technology mustn't have been that great.
0: I want you to tell me when do you think people started going to
1: the cinemas? Okay, I'm going to think logically about this because I know Apollo Bay and Lawn have that old cinema... (gasps) Why are you laughing? Is sorry.
0: This- that, yeah. No, I think you're basing the history of cinema off, off Apollo Bay and Lawn, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, For those listeners that aren't listening to us locally <laughs> where we record, if you're listening over in America or over, over in Europe, uh, Apollo Bay and Lawn are two coastal communities along the Great Ocean Road here in Victoria, about an hour from where we live. Yeah. Uh, that do have uh, some old picture theatres there, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, like, sorry to interrupt your guess. Yeah, okay. 1990s. So, that's when you think people started going to the movies. It was nineteen nineties, yeah?
1: Wait, because they had drive-ins too. but how did they get? How did people in the olden days who couldn't wash their clothes <laughs> watch movies? I don't get what? it. Do you
0: think people before nineteen ninety couldn't wash their clothes?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now I feel dumb.
0: <laughs> let, let me put it this way: When do you think The Wizard of Oz came out?
1: I don't know. I was born in 1992. Nothing existed before then.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay.
1: 19, um, any guess I make is going to be horribly wrong.
0: When, when do you think, uh, just on top of this, when do you think The Wizard of Oz was released in cinemas? It came out in cinemas. People went to the cinemas to see The Wizard of Oz.
1: 1987.
0: You think The Wizard of Oz...
1: I don't know. <laughs> ...came out
0: in 1987.
1: Am I so wrong? Am I like terribly wrong?
0: The Wizard of Oz was released in 1939.
1: What? Cinemas have been around that long? Yes. That's almost a hundred years. Yes. How did they make that work when they couldn't wash their clothes? And they didn't have telephones. (laughs) How?
0: (laughs) So I've just checked. The first to present projected moving pictures to a paying audience... Happened in Paris, France, in December
1: 1895.
0: 1895. What? About 100 years earlier
1: than what you thought. Surely not. What? How does that make... How did they record the video? How did they do it all? I'm going to have to Google some (laughs) shit. (laughs) What? (sighs) What? I don't want to be a part of this anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. This is just, that's just made my day. So really? we've gotten right off track, but so well I, worth it. I
1: made you sad from the movie and now I've made you 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 just
0: brought it full, full circle, circle all the way back round. Thank you. Wow. So the first cinema to open in Australia in Pitt Street, Sydney, was operating in October 1896. And showed the first Australian produced short film on the 27th of October. What a good day. 1896. So your birthday in 1896.
1: That's really bad. So
0: you were a little bit off.
1: A little bit off. Just a couple of hundred years. Just
0: a hundred years. <laughs> not a couple of hundred years. Oh, God.
1: Oh. Yeah, (sighs) cool, cool, cool,
0: cool. cool, Okay, so on that amazing, hilarious note.
1: Are we done now?
0: (laughs) uh, Let's ask the two questions we ask every week. (laughs) What would you rate Liar Liar out of five?
1: Uh, Four out of five.
0: Four out of five.
1: Four out of five. Really good movie. Really easy to watch. I would watch it again.
0: Is that your best score so far?
1: No, Twister got 4.5.
0: Ah, that's right.
1: Mm, Second best score. Pretty high oh,
0: that's, for me. It's high for a comedy.
1: Mm, it is high for a comedy. Very high this for a comedy.
0: This is my kind of comedy. Okay. And would you watch a sequel to Lie, Liar, Liar*? I would. Fortunately, we never got
1: one. That's disappointing. Yeah.
0: Which obviously Jim Carrey after this went and started making a few more serious movies. Mm. So he made Man on the Moon, which was a movie about Andy Kaufman, um, who I don't expect you to know because it's you. Yeah. No. Then we got The Grinch in the year 2000. So again, that's a standout. The Truman Show in nineteen ninety eight. Now, the Truman Show is was the year after this. That's on our list.
1: Okay,
0: that's going to be an interesting one because it's it's Jim Carrey being Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey character, but but it's a drama movie at the same time.
1: Ooh, so, so really I'm different.
0: interested to see your take on that one. He did do it. Yeah, take that back. He did do a few more comedies after this. We had uh, me myself and Irene in the year two thousand. Yep. We had Bruce Almighty in two thousand and three. Yes Man in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. But he did do a few. Sort of weirder ones as well. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in there. Uh, he, he sort of went a bit serious for a little while as well. The number twenty three in two thousand and seven, which is a real. Remember watching that the other movies? It's a, like a conspiracy sort of movie that everything relates to the number twenty three. And if you break if you break movies. down if you break down everything, you can you know, relate it, it 23. to the number twenty three. And I remember watching that with mates yeah. in Geelong. And we drove back to Kyle, like the entire drive back. We were like going, oh my God, if you spell out my name and letters, it's 23. And we were just like pissing ourselves oh, I was goodness. laughing. It was amazing. Yeah. Who knows? He, he'd never really done a sequel either. And he's only just recently done the Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. Did that a few years ago.
1: Ace Ventura had the sequel.
0: Yeah. That was the only sequel he did up until Dumb and Dumber 2. Wow. He refused to do sequels. And now he's just done Sonic 2 as well. And apparently he's doing Sonic 3.
1: Oh, so who knows? We so could one know. day could get a back. Liar Liar 2. That'd be good. I would actually enjoy it. I think you would. Mm.
0: We could go to the movies and watch it after I we wash our you. clothes.
1: I really hate you. <laughs>
0: on that note, we are going to wrap it up. We will be back with a brand new episode next week. If it's about time you watch this, make sure you uh, jump on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're getting your podcast from, and rate the show. Give us a five-star. Review it share it with your friends as well we want to build this show up as much as we can we've got some guests lined up hopefully in the next couple of weeks too so it's going to be good we will leave it there we'll catch you next week